and welcome to Assassination on this July 31st, 2020. As crazy as it is. We are already at the end of July and tomorrow is August 1st. It just feels like a whole entire blur to me. Probably because we were home from like March 16th on, we were home. So big blur, big blur. But we made it to August. All right, so today we're going to talk more about Instagram because it's gonna be one of the bigger platforms that you should be using for your business, especially Instagram stories. And now a new feature that Instagram has has added. Um, they've taken fundraising on Instagram now to a whole new level, which now it's coming in the coming months. It's going to be rolled out here, the UK and Ireland. They're going to, um, now you can create a fundraiser for your brand or your business. It's a GoFundMe for personal use is basically what it's going to be. Um, there's 14 categories like business, family, there's different hobbies, community projects, crisis relief, education, just to name a couple of them. Um, you add a description about what your fundraiser is and you could enter your banking information for Stripe, which is the Instagram's payment processor for donations. So you're probably going to need to get Stripe if you don't have Stripe. Um, and it's probably safer to use like PayPal or Stripe than it is to um, have your bank information logged in. Now, unfortunately, you know, sometimes you're gonna have to have your bank, informa bank information logged into these, these platforms because, you know, for tax reasons. Especially if you're a business and you do, um, like I stated before now on Facebook, you can do um, paid events on Facebook. So on Facebook, when you go on Facebook now, and if you have a business page, you can go, I'm gonna go online so I can tell you exactly what it is when I'm looking at the page. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on right now around. Um, do, 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 people, yes, okay. Um, when you go on events, so I'm gonna click events, and when you click create an event, it will go and you can do an online event, obviously. It's just a paid event. So you have to do all this requiring information, co-host, details, admission, create ticket, add ticket link, add a link to your ticketing website, create free or paid tickets directly on Facebook. E Eventbrite will issue tickets and process payments. Add confirmation, you could add guests to reserve spots and provide additional details to confirm their attendance. So there's so many different things that you can do now um, on here. Only admins can post and all this kind of stuff. So you can now have paid events on Facebook, which is really, really cool. Um, I've already tried it once, so it does work. But anyhow, as I was saying, so Instagram, which is also owned by Facebook, they're owned together. Um, you can now do
do a quote unquote fundraiser for yourself or your business, or if you have, have you ever heard of like um, Kickstarter? That's basically like what this is going to be like. It's going to be a Kickstarter for social media. Kickstarter is its own special website, by the way. Um, if you want to go check it out, it's kickstarter.com, I believe. Um, I've used it before. My brothers used it. I know other people who've used it to um, raise money for products that they want to make, services that they want to provide, books that they want to write, apps they want to create, like that kind of stuff. You could actually do a lot on Kickstarter. I love Kickstarter. It's really great. It's it's a part. It's crowdfunding is what it is. So speaking of crowdfunding, so I will give you the actual definition of what crowdfunding is. And there are website, there are Facebook pages on, there are Facebook groups on Facebook that you can actually do with um, crowdfunding. Okay, so here is the actual definition. It's the practice of funding a project or venture by raising many small amounts of money from a large number of people, typically via the internet. So that is what Instagram now has created. It has created a crowd, crowd, a crown, <laughs> I can't talk, crowdfunding, that's what it is. It's created it for itself. Uh, I've talked all week. This is, yeah, thank God it's Friday. But in your fundraiser, it can last 30 days, but you'll be allowed to extend it a limited number of times. Um, it should be part of an overall content strategy, so it's a good idea to remind your audience about the fundraiser on Instagram stories or the captions of your feed. But here's another thing, here's a little tip. Send everyone a direct message thanking them for your support. And then maybe hint, if you can support me again, here's check my feed, check my story, you know, check, you know, here's my post, maybe then they will help you even longer, even more. But also thank them. Thanking people is very important, especially um, when you're trying to raise money for a project. You always wanna make sure that you can thank people um, for that project, for them thank, you know, for them helping you, with, um, you know, fund the project. Yes, let me try to find the words today. It's definitely Friday. So let's see what happened this week. Instagram, we just got finished talking about how they're trying to change Instagram and it's definitely gonna get more saturated as the year goes on. So it's really gonna be August 1st. So you figure by October, um, Instagram is gonna be used a lot more than it has been. And also don't forget, sometime in August, I don't know when, I don't have the exact date, but sometime in August, Instagram is releasing and rolling out their version of TikTok, which is which is Reels, R-E-E-L-S, Reels. It's rolling it out. It's going to be a really fun thing to do. So it's going to be like, hmm, if it's really a success, should I keep my TikTok or should I delete it? And that's going to be one of the main questions. So I don't know. That's my professional answer. I don't know because I know everybody's always worried about their data. And we hear all these stories about TikTok with the data. Do we delete the app and get rid of the data? Like, you know, that's why I don't really have like apps on my phone. Now I have had to add apps on my phone, which I can't stand, 
but you know, that's why I have to get like a new device. So I'm gonna be getting an iPad. Um, probably the mini one is probably more like it. So then I can get rid of one of my, um, I can get rid of one of my eye touches and then keep the, the other one. The one that has the more gigabytes. Because I didn't realize that when I bought the first one that I didn't buy one with a good amount of gigabytes. So like that storage is full, stupid crap comes on my thing like all the time. It's crazy. So I have to delete things from it. And then apps decided, like certain like apps decided to change where they would be able to um, be downloaded. So I can't like download certain apps now on, on my iTouches anymore, which is crazy. I have to use my stupid phone for that, which I hate. Especially anything to do with money or banking, I do not have on my phone. Because God freaking forbid, if anything's stored on there, oh, I'd be so screwed. So anyway, so Instagram's coming out with new features and new changes. And Facebook, I mentioned last week, they're redoing their business pages from A to Z. Actually, the whole entire app is going to be done, redone. So even the personal pages are going to look different, I can tell you, and it's annoying. There's certain um, things that people can be able to do on there and certain things that people won't be able to do on Facebook anymore. Um, I can tell you on the Facebook business pages, though, you will not be able to see how many people like your posts, which I think is a good thing. But here's the, here's the catch with that though. So I recently just started a new Instagram page. And remember how last year we had this, where the likes were taken away, the count was taken away? Well, if you have a new account, you can still see how many people like your posts. It does count it. So it, it's rolled out for those accounts that are most active. So if you're really active on Instagram and you've been active on Instagram, you won't see like counts. If you're not an active um, user, then it, it rolls out very slow. Same thing with Facebook. So if your Facebook page has been used and you use it all the time and you're constantly posting on Facebook, on your Facebook business page, it's, you're gonna be able, you're not gonna be able to see likes. Um, but each page is different because I still have client pages who are totally different from other client pages. So. And they're active, so it all depends, I guess, on the page and what you do on Facebook. I don't know how Facebook decides that, but somehow they do. All right, so let's talk Twitter. So I will go to Twitter to talk to Twitter. <laughs> let's talk Twitter. Actually, I'm not going to go to Twitter right yet. Let me go here. Um, so here is some of the latest stuff from Twitter. Um, Twitter hacker, Twitter says the hackers that hacked into Twitter actually targeted employees by phone. So they manipulated, all right, so I, this is like the most interesting crap I think I've ever read. <laughs> this is, it's amazing. Right. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, sorry, can't do that. So it says the cyber hack earlier this month that targeted them, they targeted my phone. I can't read it because it's on the Washington Post. Um, so I will tell you, Twitter is always in the news for something. Okay, and then let's see 
Facebook. Okay, so Facebook usage and revenue continues to grow as the pandemic rages on. Um, they Their revenue is up about 11%. So they're still making money, even though people, you know, big company brands have quote unquote pulled out from their ads. Um, so don't believe anything you hear about that. I'm telling you, it didn't hurt them one bit. People think it's gonna hurt them, it's not. It actually helps small businesses. It definitely did, because all my ads are going through a lot more ease, a lot, a lot more ease than, um, than it used to be, and we're getting better results. So, let's see, anything else to go talk about with social media? Oh, yeah, all right. Oh, we can talk about sports. Let's bring sports back into the fold. So on, on Twitter, it's always talked about how, you know, be, um, baseball was stupid. Because now there are more games that are being canceled because of COVID. Because they're not in a freaking stinking bubble and they're selfish and they're stupid and they're going out into nightclubs and they're going out and doing whatever and they're not taking it as seriously as they should and now there's more games that are canceled so and I'm just gonna say you know what karma's a bitch so I'm gonna say you know why I'm gonna say that karma's a bitch because this is what you get for throwing in this social justice, social issues into baseball. People don't want to hear your freaking opinions when you're playing a sport. They don't, they don't care who you're voting for. We don't, we don't care who you're voting for. We don't care what you believe in. We don't care about your values and all this kind of mumbo jumbo because that's what it is, it's mumbo jumbo. We see it enough because we're on Twitter ourselves we're on Facebook ourselves. We see what's happening. We get into arguments with regular people every day. People get into arguments every single day about over this stuff. We see it on the news 24-7. We see here on the radio. We see it everywhere. We want to watch baseball to get away from it. Okay. To get away from it. I don't want to keep seeing it or talking about it or thinking about it. So that's why we watch baseball. And now ain't it funny that you can't play now? Some teams can't play. Um, I'm just gonna put baseball COVID outbreak because none of them will come up. Okay, so now 15 total games. They, call, they called off the Cardinals. <laughs> they called off the Cardinals and the, um, who is it? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh. 25% of Friday's games can't be played because of tests around the league. So it says, um, right, so the Cardinals can't play, the Phillies aren't playing, the Orioles, oh, so the Phillies, Yankees, Orioles, Nationals, and Blue Jays have had all their schedules altered in a week. As of today, 15 different Major League Baseball games have been postponed. So they, yeah, because they're not taking it seriously. What else do you want me to tell you? There you go. That's why you should have been in a stupid ass bubble. But the players didn't want to be in a bubble. Now look at hockey. They're in a bubble, no positive tests. No one else has left the NBA bubble, no positive tests. See, so those two leagues got a bubble, 
they're taking it they're taking it seriously they're in a bubble now i'll tell you this they're both all right they both have things to do and in their bubble the nba has more to do because they're in disney but they're in the bubble they're gonna be okay uh the nba started i guess yesterday i didn't i don't watch so i don't really care about basketball anymore um and they're ones of the they're ones of the worst offenders when it comes to adding social justice to their to their league so we'll all have to just wait and see what happens next year next season when fans are let back in how many fans are going to want to go watch these games that's going to be the question. How much merchandise are you going to sell? Um, and it's not just like merchandise, like hats and stuff. They sell a lot, of, a whole slew of different things. And players, and players are ambassadors for brands. So how are those brands going to do? That's also going to be a, a key component. Just how they they damage themselves by adding Black Lives Matter to everything. Because, uh, like I said, if you're going to add one social issue and talk about one social issue in the league, you've got to talk about all of them. And it's crazy. But that's the truth. As I've said it before, and I, I end up repeating myself, I'd always, I, I, I quit teaching <laughs> how many years ago? I'm still repeating myself. So I've said this before. Okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to. I'm just going to say this again. Okay. If I'm a fan, I'm investing my money into what you do, but I'm not authorizing you to get involved in issues with I may, which I may or may not agree with, with your point of view. Because I'm just there to watch you play. You're, I don't want to say entertaining me, but you are. Sports is entertaining, but I'm a fan. It's a passion. When you're a fan of something, you have a passion for something. It's like a hobby. You have a passion for it. So if I have a passion for baseball, if I have a passion for basketball, if I have a passion for hockey and for football, I'm doing so and I'm spending my time of my day watching you play because that's what you're doing for a living. You're playing the sport to make your money. You're playing the sport for your career. My career is different than your career, but people are watching you play. We're not, we're not there to hear you, you know, talk. We're not there to hear you ramble on and on about social issues. I'm not going to enjoy to listen to you talk about it. And in business now, which each league is its own business, when you want everybody now, especially with COVID-19, to buy back into your sport and to watch your sport and come back to watching it, why would you risk that? Because don't forget, we've been without sports for four months. People have found new hobbies. People have found new things to entertain themselves with. People have found new ways of getting around not watching sports when we didn't have sports for so long. So we don't need you. We want you, but we don't need you. And that's the kind of mindset that each league should have. 
but they don't. The only league that did everything correctly so far is the National Hockey League. No kneeling before or after the anthems. No, no wearing any special t-shirt during the games or hats. Um, you know, no message on the ice behind each goalie, behind each goal, you know, you know, behind each goal. Nothing. None of that kind of sort of stuff crap. So that's why hockey's awesome, because they're just there. They know what their job is. Their job is there to play. They want to play. They put on a show. People get entertained. They watch. They're fans. They're passionate about it. They're watching it. Wouldn't surprise me if they have very high ratings because and more people are going to come to watch hockey now because of all this other social stuff. And I repeat this one last thing. You can post a sign, you can say a catchphrase, you can take a knee, you can school other people of your opinion. That doesn't make you more woke or it doesn't change the problem. That's the main thing. Doing all of that does absolutely nothing to change the issue at hand. Getting your hands dirty to be part of the solution changes the problem. So stop complaining. Stop going on Twitter and complaining how how it sucks. Stand up and actually do something about it for a change. All right, so now we can flip in to my favorite subject. Oh, Jamal Adams, my favorite subject, not because he's still being talked about on Twitter. God help us. God freaking help us. Um, so he said a couple things. I'm just going to go over what he said because it's kind of stupid. Um, dun, 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 dun. Bum, 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 hold on, dun, dun. I have to get to what he said. So, you know, Jamal Adams kills me because everything with him is, oh, it's nothing but love. Nothing but love. No, honey, you don't even know what love is unless it has dollar signs attached to it. Then maybe then you think that you think you know what love is. No, it's not love. You didn't treat the Jets fans with love. You didn't treat your teammates with love. Okay. What you did was not love. So can you shut up with the with the stupid nothing but love crap? Because that's what it is. It's shitty. It's a shitty move on your part. Oh, nothing but love for Levon for Levion. I really do wish him well. Everybody has an opinion. No, no. Bell didn't have an opinion. He called you out. He called you out. And he's right. And we all know he's right. You freaking lied to him. You freaking lied to the Jets fans. You freaking lied to everybody here in New York. Your intention from the get-go was not to be here. I can tell you I pinned it way back when you took off. As soon as you took off LSU and you took the jet, you took off the Jets off your social media and then you yelled at Maggie and Bart on WFAN that it's just noise, I knew something was up with you knew it. And you played all those fans. Everybody was played. Because all, all you are on social media is, oh, Jamal loves the fans. He stayed so late and signed his autograph. He stayed late and took pictures. He stayed late and did this. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Because you wanted fans to believe that every time you said, oh, I want to be a jet for life, that you meant it. You lied. You're a snake. And I will say this. 
When a snake sheds its skin, it's still a snake. And that's what you are. And then you try to spray your toxic shit over to Sam Darnold. You try to spread your toxic shit all over to everybody else, Marcus May. You try to spread it to him. You're spreading it. You want to spread it to Bell. You want to spread it everywhere else. Well, guess what? None of those guys are going to buy your shit no more anyway. So I'm going to tell you we're going to have a fall season. Because I bet we're going to have a fall season. This, after November, the election, just watch. It's going to be like COVID never existed. But that's a different story. And we're going to see him December 13th. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to see him. We're going to come face to face. And I can tell you, the Jets are motivated to kick your freaking ass. And send you flying, basically. Teach you something. I'm going to tell you now. Now that you are, now there's no more Jet drama, really. Because now the, now the locker room has all the leaders that we need in there without your toxic shit. We got Steve McClendon. We got Sam Darnold. We got Le'Veon Bell. We got Marcus May. We got all the other guys. We even got the new dude that we got, that we traded for you, whatever his name is. I have to know who his name is now. See, this is the whole thing I have to learn. I have to learn who people are. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, I remember him. Yeah, Bradley. I'll always know that name. I was going to call him Brandon. I'm thinking about Brandon Marshall. Why? I don't know. He was a, he was a jet. Maybe that's why. Pops into my head with the B name. Brandon. I remember him. Remember him? Um, so, you know, how stupid is he? Really? On social, and this is the whole thing. Like, Le'Veon called it. Going on social media and then thinking that and doing all of that for all that attention did what? This is why I keep saying, like, athletes and social media do not mix. Just like all the time now that when Tony D'Angelo from the New York Rangers would go on Twitter and talk about Trump, all he would get would be the negative feedback. Half, almost all those tweets that were tweeted to him were negative. He, I'll, say, I'll just say this. Let's say he had 20 tweet replies. Out of the 20, he got 15 were negative, five were positive. Because he brought everybody loves to come on and hate on him. That's why, again... We leave politics out of sports. That's a perfect example because now nobody wants to focus on how awesome of a hockey player he is and how great he is playing hockey. He's an awesome defenseman. Awesome. He's just all he is freaking awesome. But no, we can't focus on that. We have to focus on the fact that he likes Trump. What does that have to do with, you know, anything? Nothing. But see, that's why you leave politics out of sports. That's why you leave social issues out of sports. That's why you don't discuss things on social media. You just keep it light, keep it fun, keep it flirty. That's what social media is. It's not a place to have serious discussions. And when you just tweet and don't think, you create something that you don't want to create you can't take back once you put it out there it's out there it's done it's not coming back people take screenshots of it people hold it and then they'll hold it against you and then three years later they'll pop it right back out i mean that happens all the time now we're going to have this whole big thing with the ellen DeGeneres show and now that's really taking over twitter right now today so we'll see what happens with that uh, this is this is how social media can come back to bite you. 
you don't want it to bite you. You want to use social media in the most positive format that you can possibly use, like Steve McClendon on the Jets. This is why he is the team leader and the team captain. If, if you need to be inspired for any reason at all, you just need to go look at his. Just look at his stories, Instagram stories. He does them really well too, by the way. Because I see most athletes, they suck at their stories. They just like throw something in there. And I'm like, what the hell am I looking at? Like either like a picture or, the, or a video clip that's not, that you can't play. They throw that in there. They don't write any text. They don't use any GIFs. They don't use stickers. They don't put, they don't make it fun and exciting and flirty. They make it boring and what the hell am I looking at? You know, you can add music to it too. You know, make it mysterious. You can make it mysterious, but you have to add some sort of context to it. Um, and as I say, so I was so I was saying, so Steve McClendon is awesome. His feed is awesome and his stories are awesome. Um, he needs no help in the social media department. Now, Sam Donald needs a little help in the social media department. Uh, you're going to be a franchise quarterback here in New York, Sam. You've got to up your game. So I'm going to say, up your game and please don't dance at practice. We don't need any more GIFs. I don't need to see our memes, you dancing. We don't need that. You, you need to have, maybe, oh, that's what he could do since, he, since he's going to have a quote-unquote boring life now. Because, you know, he's going to be in his apartment all the time. Maybe he can learn some, maybe he can learn to dance while he's in his apartment. Because you really need to have a little bit more rhythm. No rhythm. No rhythm. It's okay though. We hey, we can't have talent in every single department, but we can learn. Um, he can do that then. There you go. Maybe he can have some of his defensemen who really know how to dance show him some moves. Either that or I can show him some moves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I choreograph routines. I can show you some moves. We can do eight counts. I'll show you two eight counts. All right. So that's basically it for this edition of the Sassy Nation. You can listen to the Sassy Show, which is on my Facebook page right now. It will be on my YouTube channel this weekend. The link will then be placed on Twitter, Pinterest, and LinkedIn, and also my Sassy Productions INC Facebook page. And so will this. So um, you can listen to it here on Anchor on Spotify, Radio Breaker, Radio Breaker, and all the other lovely places that the podcast is put, also Google Podcasts. And that's about it. So we'll see what social media does during the week now, the next week. We shall see what happens with Instagram. We'll see what happens with Facebook. We'll see what happens with Twitter. So those are the three main ones that we usually focus on. But I believe next week I'm going to try to focus on LinkedIn a little bit to give um, you a little spin on um, what LinkedIn can do for you and your business or your brand, or even if you're an athlete, you can, even, you can even still use LinkedIn. So I would come up with some ways to use LinkedIn in a positive way. I just actually blocked somebody on LinkedIn. So actually, yeah, I, I unconnected with them because they were just driving me absolutely crazy. So I will tell you what not to do and what to do for LinkedIn. And that's a wrap. So thanks for listening, and I will see you all on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Bye, y'all.